Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Nice to have your company. Wednesday night edition of Thrill of the Chase. It'll be the four over the five, Mitch, at Melton, and the ten stormed home for third as well. So apologies we couldn't bring that to the listeners, but Zara's all good. Jody Quinlan on board is the winner at 270. Sunny's amazing, and there'll be a photo for third, but I think the ten was able to get there on the outside. All right. Hey, good news is that we are going to speak to Nathan Wilson, the owner of Hank the Hustler, in just a moment. But while I get him up on the line, talk us through the St. Ledger heats uh, on Thursday, Mitch. Yeah, so we've got the uh, St. Ledger heats coming up uh, this week, and there's some big names going to be running around there. And uh, I know the St. Ledger has always been very, very popular amongst trainers uh, to win. It's a bit of a bucket list um, race, and... There's some really good dogs going around and probably none better than a couple of these. One of them being Kablenz. He's a dog that's been absolutely flying lately. He's drawn box six in heat one. Um, there's a few good dogs in this race. Lala Kiwi, Envy to Burn, uh, Keep It Black, Bahadi Bale, Shimmer Bolt, all greyhounds that have got huge motors that can run their hands off the clock at any time. Um, Kablenz looks like your obvious... Uh, winner of the heat there, but you, anything can happen in these sort of races when you get uh, eight very talented dogs per heat. And, um, that's heat one. Now, heat two of the St. Ledger, it's a seven-dog field. There's some group finalists in here that were featured in the maturity. Shimmer Classic is um, a greyhound that ran on the night. Um, Handsome Rhino featured in the maturity final. Aston Fastnet also uh, Greyhound drawn out in box eight, substantial for Anthony as a party. It's a greyhound that probably wants the inside, but can run really quick times at, on its uh, on its day. It's gone twenty three seventy seven at Bendigo, and uh, that's going to be a cracking heat. That one, Shimmer Classic, Handsome Rhino, Acid Fastnet, all box one, two, three. They're going to be well fighting it out amongst them. I'm going to be going Shimmer Classic there, but probably the biggest talking point of the St. Ledger besides Kablenz is box one in race eight, which is heat three rebellious. This greyhound is an absolute rocket last start 25, 24 at Geelong. They just don't run that. Um, what a great series we've got ahead of us here. There's, there's some really talented dogs. Quara Bale, the winner of the maturity uh, power of buddy, a greyhound that's won seven, uh, five out of its seven starts. The, the list just goes on of talent and, and, this is what makes it so exciting that you're not just, you know, trying to beat a couple of dogs. You've got to win your way through the heat to to win a St. Ledger and you've got to beat good quality dogs that are group class in the heat and the final. So it's a mouthwatering series there. Quara, Bal, Rebellious, Kablenz, you name it, they're all there. And uh, that, that kicks off heat one will be 8.52 on Friday night at Warrigal. So uh, I can't wait. Absolutely. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that as well. Let's move on because we've got another guest on the line. The owner of Hank Hustler, Mitch, is on the line, Nathan Wilson. As I said, not the Fremantle Dockers uh, halfback, which I thought initially you had gotten on the show, and I was very excited to talk a little bit of footy. But no, Nathan Wilson joins us, the owner of Hank the Hustler. Welcome to Thrill of the Chase, Nathan. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Good to be along. 
Good day, Nathan uh, Mitchabay here. Thank you for uh, jumping on at late notice. I know I, uh, I I didn't give you much time to prepare, but uh, just tell us the the feeling of winning or making a group race, winning a group race, or, or any race. Uh, it, it's it's a thrill. You must have been over the moon on Saturday night with uh, how Hank went. Oh, absolutely! Like we we love it. Obviously, we're, we're breeders, and uh, you know we take them through the whole way from rearing and and everything from working the litter down. So, to make those big finals is a really you know it's a huge thrill for us, and we sort of feel with him he's had that ability, and he's just been a bit unlucky in a few of the other big ones. So for him to finally produce it on on the right night was you know very exciting, and we thoroughly enjoyed it and had a good night. So yeah, it was really good. Yeah, uh, he looked beautifully drawn off box one. Just tell us what was your opinion um, of the heat he's, he's run last week and then obviously how he drew and then uh, after the race. I know there's um, expectation of when you have a greyhound in box one and you draw well in a final and is a short price, $2.60 favourite. But to come out and execute, um, I'm sure that must have been a big sigh of relief. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, we, we thought his heat run was absolutely massive to give them you know, yep. some really top liners, um, a good start and and run it down. You know, I think he only went down three quarters of a length or whatever in the heat. Um, we were wrapped to come up with, with the red in the final. It, it's uh, it's obviously the one box that, you know, most people want going into the final. And luckily for us, it, it sort of panned out well in the race, just landing back behind the leaders and able to get a nice clean run through and, and that's what he needs in his races and if he can do that, you know he's right there with anything I think so, no, it was excellent to see and we were wrapped to get that red in the final so it was terrific Yeah, he's been a uh, been a very good dog for you, 48 starts, 17 wins and another 14 places, over 100,000 in prize money now and uh, he started off his career over in uh, Adelaide uh, which I'm, I think is where you guys are from and um, what, yep. what made you make the decision to send him down to Victoria? Um, well, obviously starting off, um, you know, we've had a good relationship with Jeff um, Britton and Ange Langton in the past. And if, if we've had things going well, um, good when they're young, you know, we've sort of gone through a few grades over here in Adelaide and, and tried to get them up and racing well. And if they're starting to show us that we think they've got that ability to sort of go to that next level, then we're more than happy to send them over um, to have a go over there, obviously the races that are on and, and some of the prize money and, and things that are on offer over there are just sort of, you know, next level to what we can get in SA. So um, if you get something um, that you think is, is up to that standard, it's definitely well worth just having a go with him. And he's just excelled since going over there and maturing a bit more and um, it grown into, you know, a really good line stayer now. So, um, yeah, we just wrapped with that, um, how he's progressed really. Yeah, just tell us just tell us a little bit about the dog. This is one thing that I'm fascinated about is um, the greyhounds' temperaments uh, and the way they are, or little quirks, this, that, and the other, because yep. some greyhounds, they're as hypo as hypo. Others are super placid. Um, you tend to find that a lot of the, the good greyhounds are like pretty relaxed, and then when, obviously, it's race day and the lure's going, they're, they're switched on, they're up and about. What, what's, he, what's he like? When did he first start to show you that he had some ability, and what is he like uh, in the kennels and race day? Yeah, no, he's a lovely dog, you know, he, he's not overly big, he's only a small for a dog, and, you know, he's quiet, he's he's pretty calm, he's he's not one of those hyperactive type dogs, he's, you know, takes everything within his stride, he's a good traveller, he's, you know, all the things you sort of want in a dog, and 
um, even through his rearing and that. He, he probably never caught your eye as the standout or anything in that, um, you know, in the litter or anything coming through, but he just did the right things. And as he progressed, he just got better and better. And, he, you know, he took to kennel life fantastically and, and travelling over interstate hasn't phased him at all when he's been a, you know, a lovely dog. And Jeff, you know, speaks very highly of him and, and the way... He, you know, he trials and he acts and he is, you know, manners around the kennel over there. So he's taken everything within his stride, which is exactly what you want. Like if he probably wasn't racing, he'd be a lovely pet too. So, um, yeah, no, yeah. He, he's, he's the right dog. Yeah. <laughs> now I heard you say before, obviously you're a breeder. Now, geez, talk about having some success. You guys have had a, a great run um, with the litters that you've bred. The mum, uh, was an absolute superstar. She won 270-odd thousand. The little sister, uh, Oakvale um, Flyer, won 100,000. And, and the litters that you've bred, the majority of them all made the track. Is there is there some sort of uh, routine that you guys are in, um, whether it comes to choosing size or rearing? Or is there some part you can point it down to, or is it just a collective, the way that you guys do things, that just you get such good success? Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm sort of, the way it's gone for us, I mean, we've just tried to pick what we think is going to work um, for our girls when we've bred with them. And then obviously try and do absolutely everything we can with them um, as puppies and, and through the whole rearing process, um, you know, to give them their best chance when they make the racetrack. And fortunately for us, um, it's worked out really well, especially for Oakvale Destiny. She just continues to throw, you know, fantastic puppies. Um, and we've been really, really fortunate um, through that. So, you know, I can't peg it down to one thing. We just sort of try and pick the best we can and do the best we can with, with what we have get. And, yeah, fortunately for us, we've been, you know, really lucky and blessed with some, some great dogs over the past probably four or five years. Um, you know, being these feature races and group races is what we all try to do. So to get there and achieve it is just a huge thrill for us at sort of yeah the, the end goal so um to be right there is is great yeah as uh, as you said it's um it's not always just that one thing that you can you know point it down to there's a lot of things that go into uh breeding a litter and getting a dog to the track and like i know personally how hard it is just to try and get a, a winner like when you're breeding them it's it's there's a lot involved and people don't understand uh how much is involved at times unless you know obviously you go out there and you buy a pup it's buying a pup is a lot easier than you know whelping a litter rearing etc etc and then to see them get to the track and win and have a good career like this it does mean a lot doesn't it when you when you've seen them grow up as pups the hard work starts to pay off oh absolutely absolutely and i i always say to everyone i I think the maiden win generally or the maiden yeah success is one of the biggest things for us i know it's the first photo we race out to get if we can get the maiden photo of that winner that's you know, we've taken that puppy from the whole breeding, whelping, rearing, the whole way through to get that first win on the board is ultimately what we're all striving for. And then where they go from there, you know, it can go, you know, to infinity. You just don't know what that puppy could produce. But to get that first one on the board and and say that, you know, you've made it is probably the thing we really target. And then you just hope that their natural ability and everything will carry them on as far as they can go. But yeah, we we get so much joy out of our maiden wins, and that's what we have our um our little wall of fame at home of. 
And, um, yeah, that's what we look back on as a, a, our main achievements, to be honest. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. That first win, it's uh, it's definitely exciting. Um, you, you get to see it. You trial them. It's when you trial them and then you go and put them in a race, it's two totally different things. And you don't know how they're going to handle it. But uh, some some succeed and others go on to, you know, obviously be as good as some of the ones you've had, Oakvale Destiny, Oakvale Flyer, Texas Titan, another one uh, in that litter. And now we've got Hank the Hustler. Uh, is there any, have you got any pups coming through that we can, we can keep an eye out that, you know, may be close to starting racing or... Um, breaking your pre-training age that you might have bred? Um, at the moment, we haven't got anything up to that age at the moment. We've actually, we've got a litter at home at the moment. They're only sort of uh, about six weeks old at the moment, but they're out of Oakvale Beauty, who was um, probably one of our best race, race bitches um, from Oakvale Destiny. She, you know, she made a Melbourne Cup final. She was a Laurels winner. Um, you know, she made pause of Thunder finals, multiple group yep. finalists. Um, she's got a litter on the ground, so Mapunga Blazer, and so we've got five, five nice puppies there. So we're hoping, you know, down the track, um, they're going to be good too. And yeah, we've got a couple bitches um, potentially come on season um, shortly, which we, you know, we'd be looking to mate as well. So we're sort of in a bit of a changeover between racing dogs and starting our whole breeding program again at the moment, which is really exciting. So yeah, looking forward to them coming through. No, it uh, sounds like a very um, promising and exciting future. And I'll tell you what, for those out there that are interested in their greyhound form, go and check out Oakvale Beauty's form because you've never seen a greyhound uh, win races for fun off box one uh, like she did. She was an absolute <laughs> bandit when it got to box one. She just racked them up for a while there through Sandown <laughs> and the Meadows and she was a superstar. But no, mate, uh, congratulations on Saturday night. It was fantastic to see Hank and um, hopefully plenty more wins for you and uh, the family going forward. Excellent. Thanks a lot, guys. Really great to have a chat. Excellent. Thanks a lot, Nathan Wilson, the owner of Hank the Hustler, joining us there. We appreciate him giving up his time. Mitch, we've got to get to a break because we're running a little bit uh, short on time. We'll come back and we'll get some best bets and we'll round out the show. But uh, you can uh, catch up on any of those interviews you may have missed on the podcast. We'll head to a break. More with Mitch Abayer on the other side of this. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.